Do 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 do. Hey, passengers! Welcome to another morning edition of Thoughts from the Car, brought to you by your wonderful host, Evan Tolly. Here I am, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just got I just got in my car, and I need to start driving to work. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Wait, wait, no, I gotta go through my, my spiel here. Hang on. It is 7.05 a.m. on uh, Thursday, April 26th. Those numbers line up, right? That, that, those words are right. <laughs> yeah. It's 46 degrees Fahrenheit outside, according to my car at the moment, but it might, it might actually be colder. I don't know. I'm gonna turn my phone off. There we go. Save some battery power. Um, passengers. You remember like one or two or three episodes ago? Because I don't know where this episode goes in that lineup. I've already forgotten. Let's see. Let's see. Hang on. So I recorded. This is episode 13, right? Because I really need to start remembering pretty badly, actually. I'm starting to get very confused when I have several episodes on hold. Uh, And it's really starting to mess me up. Oh, man. I gotta, like, make a list or something that I drive around with. That'll help. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, we, the, the hour-long episode, whenever Arjuna sent me a, uh, sent me a message, uh, an email saying, you know, um, what were, uh, three things I wanted to see in video games, and what were my top three video games, and so I, I gave you the first four that came to mind. <laughs> Well, I mentioned that my my number three game, no matter what, was Animal Crossing. But I didn't go into detail about that. I, I instead talked about mechanics of other games. I'm putting my defrost on. It's it's very foggy today, passengers. Uh, I can't see more than half of a city block away. It's it's pretty bad. So that's that's what that's an eighth of a mile. <clears throat> ah, excuse me. I got all kinds of gunk. I'm, I'm an old man now, it feels like. I know I'm 27, but, like, I'm an old, 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 old man, and my bones crack, and I hawk up stuff, and I'm, I am just absolutely useless in the very, very morning. Yeah. But, Arjuna, you <laughs> wanted... Well, toot to you, too, sir. Jeez. Oh, there's some kids walking next to the truck next to me. And I bet they were doing the, the arm in the air honk the horn gesture. And he gave him a toot. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> That's actually kind of sweet. Never mind. Good morning to you, sir. And, and thank you for bringing joy into those children's lives. <laughs> um, yeah, Sarjuna. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I go on tangents. I, I'm going to apologize for that. And then I'm going to try to not apologize for it ever again. Because I, I guess at this point, you're either tolerated or you stop listening, you know? So, I mean, it is what it is. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I know it gets bad. I'm very aware. I have to listen to it myself. I'm very aware of it when it happens, usually. Like, it, I know. So many unfinished thoughts out there in the world. <laughs> it's pretty bad. But, now for the third or fourth or however many times that I've tried to do this. Arjuna. Yes. Animal Crossing. I don't know that this will have as much energy as that one episode did, just specifically because of how early it is in the morning for me right now. But 
for me, Animal Crossing hit me at a point in my life when I was, uh, oh geez, when did that come out? That was, okay, so Animal Crossing in the U.S. was on the GameCube. And it was technically the second Animal Crossing game because there was one that came out for the Nintendo 64 as well. Uh, let's see here. Okay, history of Animal Crossing itself. There was an N64 game released only in Japan. There was the GameCube version. There was, uh, what was that, Happy Home Designer or something like that that came out on the, uh, the Wii, I think? Or am I thinking of another game that came out on the Wii? I don't remember. Then, the Golden Age returned with Animal Crossing New Leaf on the 3DS. I also have played that game a lot and absolutely love that game. I was suspect of being the mayor of a town. I didn't, I, you know, I, I figured that it would probably be not much more different than Animal Crossing because I'm sure you still had to pay back loans or something. I knew that there was going to be some catch uh, to a whole upgrade system for the town for your home. Um, and it was all right. And then the most recent, uh, no, I'm sorry, New Leaf is a very good game. If you have the means, if you have like a 3DS right now and are looking for a game to play, I would suggest getting uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. I, I think it still holds up. I haven't played it in a little while. But I know that they just added, like, an update, like, uh, just last year to it out of the middle of nowhere. Because that game is now... Oh, jeez, Passengers. Is that game five years old now? Surely not. That wasn't 2013 when it came out, was it? Oh, that's going to mess me up if it was. Oh, I'm just going to try to not look into it and not pay attention to that at all. That's what I'm going to do, Passengers. I'm going to completely ignore how long ago that game came out. Anyways... My, uh, the newest game is on the uh, is on your cell phone on your smartphone there, and it's called um, oh jeez I forgot the name of it uh, uh Animal Crossing uh, I don't remember it's you're camping that one where you have a camper that you can design and like outside of your camper you can design. Uh, Oh, jeez. I have that game. It sends me notifications all the time. What is that game? Uh. Huh. Wow. I'm... Well, it, it, I will be honest with you. It's not as good as any other Animal Crossing. I guess, like, if you're looking for certain things in, a, in like, a, a phone game... It probably fills a bunch of the voids and takes off a bunch of those uh, those boxes for you. Then, hey, you know, if you if it's a game for you, then you know it's a good game to you. It wasn't a game for me, and it's not a good game to me. Uh, I, I did not like the system of uh, you, you just basically fetch quests from the animals that made you go uh, bring back more and more of whatever item they needed, and as you built stuff. It required more and more of that item as you went on, and it was just... The the requirements to build a bench... Like, if you're in a game where there's crafting options, I think that the item you craft should cost the same amount no matter what. Like, 
unless you're improving it. And like, I mean, yeah, you know, a, a, if a binge takes 15 logs or whatever, then it should always take 15 logs, am I right? Unless it's a different binge that maybe requires more logs or a different material, it's kind of stupid to just, like, I, I mean, you get what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like that it would cost more items each time to do the same thing you've done before. So anyways, uh, yeah, a Animal Crossing on the, the GameCube, the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, uh, I want to say that that game came out in like the mid-2000s. Uh, that, that feels right to me. Uh, somewhere around like, I would go so far as to say like 2002? No, that doesn't feel right. Okay, so my childhood has like this weird thing with numbers that I just, I can't seem to pinpoint certain dates. Uh, when it's, especially like the early 2000s, I'm, I'm, I'm thrown for a loop. Because in 2008, that is when I first started dating the woman that I'm now married to. Which, and in 2006 is when I got into high school. So there's a whole six year spectrum there from like when I reached the age of, of what I guess is like young adult or whatever the heck high school teenager is. Uh, where like I started to like meet a lot of the people that I hang out with now. I made some of my best friends in high school so it was like a neat time for me. It is just wild to me to think that this game that I played a lot of, uh, to, to think that like it came out just like a few years before I started dating my, my now wife. Because that feels like it was a huge split between those two times. And there's another reason why that split feels huge, and, and I'll describe that here later. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to forget it. I will not forget about Animal Crossing, so... Alright, tangent time, tangent time. Now we're going to go on to tangent time. <laughs> yeah, you like the music that I'm making up here? Yeah, it's pretty fun, isn't it? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, when I got out of middle school, uh, that, that's what we call it. Like, I guess I guess a lot of folk will refer to it as junior high school. You know, I'm going very fast. I'm going to back my seat up. I think I'm sitting too close to my car, or to my, uh, to my pedals. Yeah. I was going a little bit too fast back there, passengers. We we may have reached 85 miles per hour, which I guess is like 140 kilometers per hour for you. And yeah, yeah, a lot of you will recognize 140 kilometers per hour, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that's pretty fast. That's that's not what I want to do. I'm back down to, to my average 75, which is 122 kilometers per hour. Yes. Speed, glorious speed. <laughs> uh, anyways, the, I, I went at, when I got out of middle school and I went into high school. Uh, during that summer vacation, one of my middle school or I guess junior high school uh, teachers, uh, a man by the name of, uh, uh, well, I, I'm not gonna talk. You don't know him. 
Well, I guess if you grew up with me and went to middle school with me, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. He was my history teacher, and I will to this day stand by saying I think that he is the greatest teacher in the world. He once put a suit of armor on me. Not, not like dress-up armor. He put like armor that he had built and forged on me and hit me with a broom. It was awesome. That was like the best. He one time came in in a, in a Civil War outfit because he reenacts during Civil War. And he made that outfit by hand the same way it would have been made during the age of the Civil War. Every single bit of it is correct. He, he made a... Uh, if he time-traveled and donned that outfit, nobody would think any different from him. In fact, it was so good, he was uh, put into the movie uh, Gettysburg twice. He, he kept show, He showed it to us and he paused both times he showed up in the movie. At one point, he played a... Uh, general, I think, who um, uh, got blown up by a landmine, even though he wasn't supposed to. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, while a scene where they're all running and like charging to attack, he gets blown up. And then there's another scene where basically the same thing as the stormtrooper from was it A New Hope, where the stormtrooper ran into the blast door and knocked his helmet. Uh, he did that, except for he got hit in the head by somebody else's musket while running away during a scene. Like, underneath a tree, there's three of them trying to fit under the tree at once, and just one of the muskets whacks him in the back of the head. It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was his, his claim to fame. Is His 15 minutes of fame is that he was in the movie Gettysburg. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, he almost yearly it's not as much now because he's getting up there in his in his age but um, he's still trying to do it to this day he offers tours of uh, of parts of Europe specific parts of Europe and he offered a trip that went from Ireland to Wales to Scotland and then finally to England over a period of two weeks and I was I was at that age where I know Animal Crossing had come out. I, I Well, no, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Animal Crossing had come out before I did this because I do not think Animal Crossing came out when I was in high school. Okay, this helps me pinpoint it. But I went on a trip with him and my mom and like a, a handful of people I went to school with uh, and a couple of people I didn't. And we all went on this trip. We spent, we spent like six days in Ireland uh, we went to Wales for two days, uh, Scotland for another two or three, and then England to finish it out. And being in Ireland uh, and Scotland uh, especially, uh, really, uh, it, it hit me and kind of opened my eyes to the outside of the world because, like, I mean, you know, as far as I'd ever traveled was inside of the States. And I mean, even that wasn't very far. I, I'd go to Kentucky to go see family. I'd been to Florida because we'd been to Disney before. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, geez, I hadn't really been to a ton of other places. I mean, like, you know, Ohio. I'd been to D.C. before, and that was kind of cool, uh, the, the capital. There's a, there's a pretty cool place called the Smithsonian. It's, it's just a series of museums all about, uh, you know, uh, history of the of the states and all that it's kind of it's kind of neat it's got a bunch of cool stuff and it's just free to go to uh i, I would recommend it it's nice it's fun uh but when i was in ireland i, I got to 
I got to meet very unique people who, uh, especially uh, some very kind older gentlemen, uh, uh, several who just opened their opened their arms to a bunch of just complete and total strangers who were not from their country, uh, who they would never see again, and uh, they kind of sh- helped me figure out like. You ever hit that point in your life where you're trying to figure out who you want to be in life? Like, you have this active, like, goal of, you know, I am exactly, I am being kind of this person right now, and I don't want that to be the rest of my life, you know? I don't want to be this person. And I was kind of, I was kind of at that phase in my in my youth of just, uh, not like I was some idiot kid that was doing, like, a bunch of bad stuff. I, this is still when I skated. So, I mean, like, I was still, I was still going out and spending time with friends. It's just that the, a lot of the people that me and those friends, uh, spent time around were not the best people in the world. Um, that's maybe a discussion for another time, but Ireland and Scotland both really opened my eyes and meant a lot to me. And I think I'm going to tell a story. You know, this is probably going to become another hour-long episode of Passengers. I hope not, but I'm going to try to keep it away from that. But I think we're, like, we're already we're already pretty far into this one. This has probably been about 20 minutes already. Uh, when I was in Ireland, we went to... Uh, let me think here. Oh, okay, so there was a group of about seven of us, right? And we were trying to get on the bus... Because uh, we were going from a pub that we just had lunch at, and we were trying to travel to the Guinness Museum, which was, I'm sure, not very far away from where we were, but we had no idea how to get there. We were in Dublin, and uh, we had stayed in Dublin. It was our second day there. Uh, it was a beautiful city. Oh, it was so wonderful there. And, uh, I'd met a lot of kind people. We had, a, we had a football or soccer ball, as a lot of Americans call it. Uh, we had a football and we were playing around in the streets and we accidentally kicked it uh, too hard and it started going into traffic. And just some random people nearby, like, caught it with a foot, kicked it in the air, kicked it to his buddy, buddy kicked it over to us, and we were just like, oh, okay, so everybody in Ireland knows how to play football, obviously. <laughs> like, that was that was our, our eye-opening experience, right? Like, it happened a couple of times. Like, it would get loose from us. And, like, there was some woman in high heels who caught it. And, like, kicked it, knocked it onto her head, balanced it for a minute, and headbutted it to us. Like, okay, you're just going to do that in high heels. Yeah, sure, lady. All right. That was really cool. (laughs) Can we all have your autograph? (laughs) Yeah. No, that was pretty wonderful. Uh, But we just left this pub. We were trying to find our way to a bus stop. We finally got to one, and the bus stopped, and this old man got off the bus. And we realized we didn't have... Uh, there was, so this was like 2006, I guess. This was just after, uh, what the, the pound had been exchanged for the Euro, if I remember right. So, or, or sometime after that point. Uh, and we, we all were working with, you know, Euros and the the coins, which a lot of our coins are like a fraction of a dollar, like a quarter is a quarter of a dollar. Uh, we do have like a 50 cent piece and there is a, a dollar coin, but you don't hardly ever see it in circulation. Um, like if, if you get it back in change so, somewhere, it's usually people hold on to it and go, oh wow, I never see one of these. 
the, the silver dollar, that's what it is. Oh, I gotta start hitting my brakes. We're at Milton now, passengers. And, uh, and there's road work ahead. Yes, there is. I see brake lights ahead of me. Anyway, so we were trying to dig out. We, we only had, like, uh, you know, paper money. We only had, like, the notes. Uh, uh, the paper notes that you'd fit into your wallet, not the, the coin pieces that you'd fit in your pocket, right? And, um, we were trying to figure out if how, how to get enough money if we had enough money to get on the bus and we didn't but this kind older gentleman had gotten off and he was talking to us and we asked him for directions we said you know we're trying to get to the guinness museum uh and brewery and we were you know we're trying to find this and that and this and 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 he was just like well do you have enough money for the bus and we showed him that we had the paper notes he goes oh it only takes coins and he pulled out a, a, a satchel from his pocket and Everyone else had coins except for me and my mom, and he gave me and my mom enough coins to ride the bus there, and then he also gave us enough to ride the bus back. Uh, that way we wouldn't be stranded again. And I thanked him for it, and he, he grabbed me by the by the back. He kind of like put his arm around my back, and he said, son, uh, he's, <laughs> now I'm probably going to butcher this, but I, I got I to gotta give it to him. I got to do the Irish accent. He said, son, one day when I was a kid, I was uh, very... I mean, this guy was in his 60s, at least, so I'm doing it wrong anyways. He said, son, when I was a, I was a young boy, uh, a young lad like yourself, I uh, I once was trying to get home from school, and I didn't... We, were, we weren't exactly... You know, we didn't have money at the time, and I did not have enough money for the bus. And there was a kind older gentleman who got off of the bus, and he looked at me, and he gave me a satchel full of coins, and it was enough for me to get from the bus for the rest of the week. And he said, save up as many coins as you can, someday I want you to pass it on to somebody else and I want you to keep doing this for as many people as you can and I, I looked at him and I said sir I said I said I, I told him I said I will I thank you for this and I will attempt to pass it on to he's like that's all I ask of you he said just just show this kindness to somebody else and that that hit me on a profound level that a complete stranger has seen these these just random people that needed help in the street and he gave us money to help us go on we tried to pay him back with paper notes and he wouldn't take it he wouldn't have it he said no 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 this is my gift to you he said i, I want you to to go have a good day and have fun and if you if you ever see somebody who needs it give it to them and i said okay i will uh and so <laughs> that that's that's something i've kind of held on to for my life you know it, it's uh if i'm ever in the situation where i see somebody who needs money for the bus i'll i'll give it to them you know if I've got coins on me, they're 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 mine to give. You know, they're not they're not mine to keep. That's the way I look at it. I do save a lot of change, but uh, if I if I ever see somebody who says that they need money for the bus, of course I'm going to give it to them. And I'm, if I ever see a little kid who needs it, <laughs> I'm going to tell them that story too. You know, and yeah, I'm going to pass it on. And I and that that hit me and that helped me kind of form up who I, I think I've started to turn into as I'm as I'm an adult, you know. And when, when I was in Scotland, we found a guy who, we, we were eating in another pub, and we, we went downstairs to eat, because upstairs the bar was full, and everyone was, everyone was very drunk, and it was already lunchtime, and we were like, ah, we're probably just gonna go downstairs and stay away from the noise. And there's a single older man, another guy in his, in his, somewhere in his 60s or 70s, who's sitting at a table 
by himself. It, it is, it's one of those huge t- tables that they sit like parties of eight. And there was maybe, you know, there was maybe eight or ten of us. I, I don't remember for sure. Uh, but we got downstairs, and we, we were all grabbing random tables. And he and he he got up out of his seat, and he said, you all take this table. He said, I'll, I'll move, and I'll let my waitress know. And, and we insisted that he didn't. And he said, well, I insist that you eat with me then. And we said, well, okay, very well. And we all, we all crumpled into this table together, bra- grabbed some chairs, an extra table, and we all sat together. And we had a huge lunch with this guy. He, he was the kindest man. He told us stories the whole time, and there was a nothing but a big smile on every single person's face at that table. And when we were done, uh, he, he asked if we needed directions anywhere. Uh, he said, you know, he, he lived in, uh, I think that we were in, let me see here. I don't, we weren't in Edinburgh. I don't, I don't think we were in Edinburgh because Edinburgh is when we took the ghost tour. Hang on. I'm going to forget where we were in Scotland now, and I don't want to, but I think I have forgotten exactly where we were. Uh, near it, uh, anyone who's ever been to Scotland or lives in Scotland that listens to this, we were near the Scottish National History Museum. So whatever city or town that is, I don't remember, and that's killing me. I used to, man, okay, but anyways, this guy, uh, we, we told him, you know, well, we're looking for the National Museum, uh, and he said, oh, yeah, I'll take you right there, that's fine. And he, and so when we were done eating, he took, well, me, my mom, and uh, a couple other people. The other folks that were in our group were actually looking to go somewhere else. So it was me, my mom, another kid and his mom, and his sister. And we were all, pretty sure that's all there was. Maybe somebody else joined us. But uh, he, he went with a walk on us. He, he was showing us old monuments and stuff and talking to us about old buildings and what they used to be when he was younger and how old the building was. And we were just... Oh, our, our eyes were lit. They were, I, I mean, you want to talk about a spark of just interest. It was in every single person there. He, he was telling us stories that were just really, really cool. And I, I, I remember when we got to the museum, he, he walked us up to the front door. He said, now this is the museum. It's open from this hours here. He said, you just go in. Uh, and he said, there's a really cool exhibit about this right now that's on. And he said, you, you've got to go check this out. Uh, and the, I think the exhibit was just like, uh, primal, like animals from like, uh, one of the early eras, like not the Jurassic era, but somewhere, um, you know, in the range of, of, of earth's history of, of life. And we said, yeah, okay, cool. We'll check it out. And before we, before he split off from us, he, he looked at, at our moms and he said, uh, he said, I am heading to a wine shop that's just around the corner. Would you ladies like to go? And they were like, yeah, sure, but we don't want to leave our kids here, so can we bring them with us? And he goes, oh, yeah, sure, of course. And, and so we all walked over, like, we walked another couple of blocks, and we got around the corner, and there's this old building down some alley. Uh, actually, it might have been on a main street. My, my memory of it's not as great as it used to be. Uh, but we walked in, and I, I don't remember looking around the wine shop because at the time wine wasn't a thing for me. It was like, eh, you know, whatever. That's what my mom drinks and she likes. That's cool. Um, and... So, uh, we were there. What I do remember is that they had a lot of wine and cheese for sale. And when my mom picked out a bottle of wine, that was a very nice wine that she wanted to bring. I don't think she was going to bring it home. They were going to drink it in the hotel because, you know, you can't bring it over in the plane or anything. Uh, he bought both my mom and, my, and our friend's mom uh, it, the bottles of wine that they picked out. And he wished us all to have a very merry trip and enjoy all of Scotland. And uh, just 
he, he hoped the best for us and he told us the way to get back to the to the museum and then from there a, a way to get back to uh, our it was either the hotel or the pub we met him at I can't remember um, and he, he was uh, just a kind gentleman who just took time out of his day on his way home and said you know you know oh yeah all that's on my way home yeah no sure I'll take it yeah of course no problem and like that was cool that was very nice of him and, and that that stuck out to me that he took the time once again out of his day for just some complete strangers uh, had a meal with them had a great time showed them a great time showed them exactly where they needed to go and then he bought them wine you know <laughs> like I think someday whenever I'm an older gentleman <laughs> and I, I'm living wherever I'm living I'd love to be able to do something like that you know and maybe that's not who I'm going to be in life but you know, it sure helped me form who I, I want, the ideas of who I wanted to be uh, when I was younger, you know, and I thought that was cool. So there, that is a huge split because that kind of changed my life. And I don't mean like changed it in this huge empirical way. It just helped me decide, you know, what do I want to do with my life at a very young age? And it helped me kind of see that like, hey, you know, there, there are good people out there that do good things for others without even once thinking about anything in return and I you know that's where I've kind of aimed that I try to want to push my life I want to do I, I made I made on that trip a goal to myself that I wanted to be uh the best possible friend a person could have uh like I wanted to be supportive to all of my friends and I wanted to just non-stop just be hyped for everything and uh, support as much as I could because, like, you know, I love seeing it when people create stuff and I, I love supporting that and I love when my friends do anything. I'm literally just, like, the most excited person about it because I'm like, yeah, do it. That's cool. <laughs> you know? And so there's there's a split-off between when I went into high school and when I got out of middle school. Like, a huge split-off because I went to an entirely different country and my eyes were kind of open to, like, hey, you know, there's a, a lot more you can do in life. And that was pretty cool. Um, so, Animal Crossing, now that I've realized it, came out before I got into high school. But I don't think it came out that much earlier than when I came out in high school. You know, I could have just Googled it and avoided an entire story. And I'm still not going to. Um, but, yeah... You know what? Let, let me just let me just do this real quick. I'm gonna open up my phone here, and I'm gonna see if Google works, because uh, my phone like uh, does that thing where I can say I can talk to Google. Hang on, let's find out. Okay, Google. Oh, it's not working. Passengers. Oh, bummer. Uh, let me see if it'll if it'll do my voice. Uh, Animal Crossing on the GameCube can't reach Google at the moment. Ugh. Passengers. Alright, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Alright. Maybe we will. Uh, oh, you know what? I just remembered that the one on the phone is called New... Uh, no, it's not. Uh, that's not New Leaf. Anyways... Yeah, let me resume. We're back up to speed. Listen, passengers. Uh, okay. Here it is. 
uh, April 14th, 2001. But I th- is, is that the... Is that GameCube or is that the for the N64? Uh, games. I'm on Wikipedia on my phone. <laughs> Shouldn't do this, but... Uh, Animal Crossing Forest, originally released in Japan, 64. Uh, Wild World, 2005. City Folk. Oh, there's a bunch of these games. Uh, uh, Nintendo DS. Oh, there's a bunch of these, aren't there, huh? Okay. Okay, it was released on the GameCube in 2001. Okay. 2002, I guess it came out in Australia. All right, I'm getting off of this. Cool, so 2001, yes, that is before 2006, yes. See, that's the other split off is like, all right, setting my phone down there. Like, uh, remembering dates in like the late 90s, early 2000s? I don't remember. Oh, ignore me. Crap, passengers, I did it again. I'm really bad at this. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna put my phone on silent. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and that was probably a notification from you, Arjuna. Uh, so yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah, so it came out when I was, I guess when I was roughly 10. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Jeez, that was 18 years ago, wasn't it? Well, I mean, 17 years ago, but... Ah. Yeah, you learn something new every day, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I guess I had I had Animal Crossing before I went to Ireland. Uh, and I played it all up through... Oh, jeez, I even put it back in, like, when I was in college at one point and started trying to replay it. When I was in middle school, some kid gave me a Game Shark, and he was like, you can get all the, you know, you can get all the money, just pay off your loans and everything. And I ended up, like, breaking the game, doing that, and it kind of, it kind of messed me up for a couple of years. And I was just like, well, not messed me up, but, like, I, I, I worked so hard on that save. Like, I got in my home already up to, like, the halfway point of paying off the loan. And then I broke the game, and I was just like, do I really want to put that much time back into it? I can tell you that if if Nintendo released a, uh, like, don't even, it doesn't have to be a new game. If you just did a remaster of Animal Crossing for me on the Switch, I would buy that crap in a heartbeat. you got to believe me. Every time I go out of town, that game would be in my Switch and in my pocket, and I would be playing it every single day. That's pretty great. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I just pulled out in front of a car, and I feel bad because he's going faster than me. But now another car's jumped in next to me. Ah, might as well just get off cruise control. We're going to drive a little bit quicker. We're going to speed up. All right. Uh, yeah, so Animal Crossing to me was one of those first-of-its-kind kind of games. Those early GameCube games all were like Pikmin, which surprisingly... I've only played Pikmin once. I wanted to get it. I never could. Every time I went, we either uh, it either wasn't on the shelf or I didn't have money in my pocket, so I didn't get it. I saw it years later for sale, and I didn't have money the day I had it, and I was like, oh, jeez. Now I'm trying to go back and find it again, and every single retro video game shop has been closed in Huntington, basically. Uh, well, the, the one that existed, and then there's one that was in Ashland that I don't know if it's for sale, if it's open anymore, honestly. 
I haven't been over there when, during its open hours, so who knows? Um, but Animal Crossing did a lot of neat things. It was, well, it brought backwards compatibility to the GameCube. You could play, I think, like almost every single SNES and NES game, right? Or was it just SNES games? I don't remember. It's been a while. Like, you could buy video games and play them in there. And, like, it was actually the video games. The full games, not just, like, some small one. Uh, you could pick one out of four houses, depending on which way you wanted your house to face. And you could fill it with all these thousands of thousands of items in the game. And, uh, like, there were people in the towns that you could talk to. And, like, they would sometimes ask you if, like, they should change, like... Everybody had, like a catchphrase, of course. Like, after they were, like, when, like, the end of the sentence, they would fit it in. <laughs> like, hey up, bro. <laughs> what are you doing today, bro? <laughs> oh, it's good to see you, bro. <laughs> like, stuff like that. You could change it around, and you could make them say funny stuff. <laughs> you could make them say penis. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. That was uh, a fun game, and, uh, I remember having, like, this headcanon for my character in the game. Where there was this one cat, oh geez, passengers, I'm gonna get sad now. <laughs> there was a cat that my character had like, uh, like he spent every day. He'd bring her, he'd plant flowers outside of her house. It, it was my favorite character because she like gave me something early in the game, and she would like always give me items. And I was like, yeah, cool. So I spent a lot of time hanging out with her. Uh, and then I made a second city on another game card, and passengers, she left me. She left my city. I, I wasn't able to... I had set my game down for too long, and she had written me a letter, and she said, you know, I'll stay if you want me to. But I didn't know that, and she left. And it broke my character's heart, and he went into a really bad depression. He didn't pull any weeds, and it was just rain clouds over his head for days. Yeah, he just stayed inside with the cockroaches and watched TV. It was really good for nothing, I'll tell you that. But, uh... I can't, Arjuna, I'm going to disappoint you with this though. I cannot pinpoint a specific thing in Animal Crossing that I loved. Uh, I loved everything about that game. It was my game of the year for many years. Like, you know, it, it's a good game. Ugh. Even New Leaf is a good game. And it, it caught a lot of that nostalgia for me. And, and the idea that you could customize your town and place items there that, that would that would be constructed was just cool. Yeah, no, I, I love I love Animal Crossing, and that, this is the the thing about having like a top ten list or whatever your top whatever games. Every time you think about one of those top games, you always want to move it up in your list. Like Knights of the Old Republic is my number one game. But so is Red Dead Redemption. It's my number one game for different reasons. And Animal Crossing is my number one game for other reasons entirely. You know? Jeez. I can't give them actual number designations, you know? Because it'll always change. They're just my favorite games. And I think that these have been, like, some of the most formative and, like, just good games, you know? wild, wild Nintendo titles from, like, the early 2000s that just, uh, <laughs> that, that just, you know, no, nobody knew what it was. It just turned into its whole new thing. 
Pardon the yawns, yes. All right, I'm picking you up. You're, you're now in front of me. I think that this is a good place for me to tie off and sign off. Um, and that's what I'm going to do here, passengers. So it's been, wow, it's been 40 minutes. Okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump the brakes here. I think that this is a good place. Animal Crossing is a great game, and you learned a little bit about what formed me into the man I am now. Yeah, and you learned that I'm 27. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Yeah. Cool. Am I 27? Yeah, I'm 27. Am I 27? Uh, maybe I'm 26. <laughs> I'm really bad about my age. I'll tell you that. I'm really not good at it. I was born in 91. It's 2018. I was born in late 91. So yeah, I'm still 26. Okay. That doesn't seem right. No, I'm 27. Yeah, that's right. Eight. Eight. Yeah. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, heck. I really messed this one up, didn't I? I think I'm 26. I don't know how old I am, passengers. Alright, I'm too it's too early for math. Alright. <laughs> I'm signing off. Y'all have a good day. Drive safe. And all of you, watch for deer. <laughs> <laughs>